This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to yet another episode of Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse. 97.7 97.7 and 100.1 FM, 1200 AM, 1440 AM. You can also listen to us online at ESPNSyracuse.com or on the ESPN app. You can also listen to us via podcast. Go to ESPNSyracuse.com, look for players only, or wherever, or if you want to search wherever you get your podcast, just type in ESPN Radio Syracuse and then look for the latest players only podcast. I'm Matt Slocum, joined in studio today by my co-host Ryan Story and Ryan, it's March Madness. Yes, it is. We talked about it. We're now. I, I guess you could say we're almost approaching the middle of the month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because I mean today's March twelfth. Yeah, so it's you're almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, daylight savings time has begun, so we actually lost an hour of sleep last night. Yeah, I was not prepared for that. Uh, well, no, no one usually is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but you know what this means, obviously. Sunsets get a little later, mm, one hour point. later. Yep. Um, so we get essentially more daylight. Um, I don't really want to go into logistics of how that works, but it's a complicated process. <laughs> um, but here in the high school sports F, uh, you know what this means. We're winding down the winter sports season. We're getting close to spring. Um, in fact, I think spring sports seasons actually start, I think, this week. For a lot of schools. I think it's a little bit later this month. Probably two weeks yeah, away. Yeah. yeah, we're getting close. It's like one or two weeks away. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we're getting close. The sad part is there's still snow on the ground. Yeah. There's something wrong with this picture. We're in mid-March and there's still snow on the ground. Yeah, that's and we're supposed to get you. more later. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't like it. Anyway, so let's start off with looking at a lot of the Section 3 teams that are still in the state playoffs uh, in ice hockey and basketball, because those are the two big sports going on right now. Um, good news on the boys' ice hockey front. That's where we're going to start here. Both Section 3 teams are still in it. Yeah, in the finals. Playing and today. Uh, Yeah, the finals are today down at uh, the Lecom Harbor Center. In fact, the D- Division Two final gets underway in just under three hours uh, at the Lecom Harbor Center in Buffalo. And uh, we start with Division Two, uh, Skinny Atlas is still in it, as I said. The Lakers took care of business in their quarterfinal matchup with uh, Section 5's Webster Schroeder winning that one 4 nothing. Uh But then they ran almost into a wall with Salmon River out of Section 10 in the s- state semis that took place yesterday and just barely squeaked out a win, winning 3-2. to two. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, we look at the recap of this game, uh. It wasn't pretty at all. I mean, and it's a tough matchup. Though. It is. It was a tough matchup. Um, don't really have a lot in terms of stats, but um, you know, I, the Lakers had a, had a had a tough road uh, getting to this point in the final. Then they're, they're going to go up against a good Section One team in Pelham Memorial uh, again later today at around eleven a.m. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of worried about the Lakers right now. I really am. I'm actually growing more and more confident in Skinny Atlas as the season gets, goes along. Because, again, they start off the season really rough, especially early on. It was, uh, I think they start off 2-2 two and two on the mm-hmm. season. 
Um, but they've really impressed me down the stretch. They go against a really good Salmon River team. This Salmon River team, probably the best offense out of any team left in D2. So you're able to squeak by them. Chad Lowe shuts them down to only two goals. That's a great job by Chad mm-hmm. Lowe. But, I mean, we've known how good he is. We've known how dominant he is. And then just now they have a revenge game against Pelham, the team that eliminated them in states last year. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be tough, but I could definitely see uh, Skinny Atlas using their offense to be able to put the puck in the back of the net a couple times. And, you know, uh, I think it only takes a few goals with having Chad Lowe as your goalie. It only takes a few goals to be able to secure the victory. Yeah, well, Pelham Memorial actually took care of two Section 7 teams on mm-hmm. uh, back-to-back games. This year, Section 7 had uh, had an alternate in because, again, not a lot of sections play yep. boys' ice hockey. But you look into it, Pelham beat Beekmantown 5-2 with the Section 7 champs, and then they beat the Section 7 runner-ups mm-hmm. in the in the state semis, winning that one 8-2. So they had an easier road getting to the final. I don't. Uh, to me, obviously, and as you said, this is a, re- a a revenge game coming up for for Skinny Atlas later today against Pelham. I I just don't see it though. I I really don't. Pelham, I think, is just, has got a, still a lot of firepower on them. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be a tough game down down in Buffalo, but you know, I just I just don't see Skinny Atlas pulling it off. I I really don't. I think it comes down to the different. In- difference in goalie where you see Skinny Atlas with Chad Lowe arguably one of the greatest goalies mm-hmm. in section three history yeah if not if not in the state yeah I mean he's the all-time leader in shutouts for New York State yep um and then Salmon or not Salmon River uh Pelham they have a great goalie in Cam White but I think he's very reliant on his defense. When he gets a lot of shots on goal, sometimes he lets a few of those slip through with between Henry Major and Andrew Gaglioni. I think that they're going to seek out his weaknesses. They're going to find his weak point. And I think Chad Lowe is going to get a shutout here, actually. I think in his final high school game, the all-time New York State leader in shutouts gets another one, adds on to that total. I'm going to take Skinny Atlas 3-0. What about you? What do you think, uh, like, if you had to guess a final score? Um, <laughs> I like Chad Lowe as a goalie. I, I really do. He was really impressive in the Section 3 title game. Um, and, and again, getting the shutout, becoming the state leader in shutouts, it's, it's going to take more than a shutout mm-hmm. to, to beat Pelham. Yeah. Um, he's really going to need to be at the top of his game. Uh, Pelham is just a, a fantastic team. Mm-hmm. It is a, a really, really great team. And, you know, and again, with revenge on their minds, you, you know, you, sometimes you let revenge cloud your judgment a little bit as mm-hmm. a team. I just don't see Skinny Atlas doing it. It's going to be a close battle. Don't get me wrong. You think you thinking more low scoring or high scoring? I think this is going to be more of a low scoring game because mm-hmm. Chad Lowe, he's going to stand on his head as always. Yeah, he's going to stand on his head and goal. I think this is going to be a low scoring affair. I just don't like what they did against Salmon River in the state semis. I really don't. I think Skinny Atlas had a really really tough break mm-hmm. uh, against the Salmon River team that. You know, as you said, could put up goals. I just, you know, Pelham's a high-scoring team. You look at the number of goals they scored, 13 goals in the state tournament, Skinny Atlas has only scored seven. Mm-hmm. You know, again, Skinny Atlas is going to rely on their defense, but I just don't see it. 
I, I think Pelham is going to win this one three to one. All right. Um, they're skinny Atlas will have to pull Chad Lowe in the third period, and uh, Pelham is going to get an empty netter late. So yeah, I think three one Pelham. I think I think Pelham's going to repeat as state champs. And no knock, no team. knock against Skinny Atlas. I think they could put up a good fight. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, definitely no disrespect to Skinny Atlas, but it's definitely going to be a good fight. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. On to Division One now. West Genesee has also made it to the state final. They'll actually take on the runner-up to Section One, which is kind of funny. We'll we'll look at the top half of the bracket in a minute, but West Jenny's on the bottom half. They shut out Ithaca Section Four three nothing in the in the quarterfinals. And then shut out Pitts, Section 5's Pittsford by the same score, 3-0. And then you look at the top bracket as to how Suffern got here. Again, they were the alternate. They were the runner-up this year. Section, uh, section 1 had the alternate this year uh, in Division 1. Uh, and Suffern beat Section 2's Bethlehem Central 4 nothing. And then they took on, in, in a rematch with their Section 1 counterparts, <laughs> uh, the actual champions of Section 1, Clarkstown, Beating them two to one, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of unusual when you have the runner up to your section uh, to your section make it to the state final. I mean, you saw Suffern win both of those regular season games against Clarkstown, but then you go looking at the state finals, and then Clarkstown is able to beat Suffern in overtime. Then they come back for a fourth matchup of the season in the semifinals, and then Suffern's able to get the best of them again in a two one matchup. These teams are so evenly matched; it's insane. Yeah, they were so evenly. Yeah, it is. So now it's West Jenny going on, uh, going up against Suffern at two o'clock this afternoon. I kind of like this matchup for West Jenny. I'm actually kind of impressed as to how West Jenny got here. I mean, they shut out two really good teams: mm-hmm. Ithaca out of Section Four and Section Five's Pittsford. By the way, um, West Jenny I think played Pittsford earlier this year and did beat them. Ah, uh, yes, I believe. So. Yeah, so. Um, this is a good West Jenny team, and I mean a really good West Jenny team. Mm-hmm. Um, they may not have a strong goaltender like Skinny Atlas has with Chad Lowe, but boy, can they put up points. Boy, I mean, can they score goals. Luke Beck is a great goalie. We've mm-hmm. seen it as in how he hasn't allowed a single goal yet in the state tournament. Mm-hmm. So, and he's, he's done been, a great He's job. been standing on his head. But, I mean, you look at Suffern, I almost think they have the advantage at goalie with Ty Levy. He's been so good in his entire high school career. He's been great. Um, you know, it's just going to be a tough matchup. And this is a rematch of what we saw in the state championship last year in which we saw Suffern uh, squeak out a win against West Genesee. And by the way, they also played earlier this year too, mm-hmm. back and in December. Suffered and that winning that one, one, two to one. That was another close one there. I just don't think West Tennessee is going to get the revenge in this one. I think it's Suffered's just uh, such it's a, a tale. It's a tale of two divisions. You're saying, yeah. Honestly, I think it is because I. They they also have revenge on their mind because West Genesee is a, they got eliminated by them last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, they were they were right there in that state championship and they weren't able to get their win. And I just think that with the amount of both offensive pressure and defensive ability to just stop the puck that uh, Suffern has, it's going to be really tough. I mean, Cole Tyrell on offense is insane for Suffern. So I'm going to take Suffern this one in a close one. Because again, as you mentioned, Luke Beck, very good for West Tennessee. I'm thinking like a 2-1 victory here for the Suffern uh, team right here. Mm. I think Section 3 is going to get away with one state crown this year, mm-hmm. and it 
comes in Division One. West Tennessee is a great team. You got Luke Beck in goal. You have a lot of playmakers for West Tennessee, a lot of goal scorers. And you look at how they got here, mm-hmm. okay? Skinny Alice had a tough road in their semi. West Tennessee sort of cruised. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying really cruised because, you know, Ithaca's a good team. Pittsburgh's a good team. Yep. Um, so it's not really a cruise, even though they won by 3-0 scores. Um, I just like West Jenny in this one because they have much more firepower at at their end. They have a, mm-hmm. a bunch of players who could score goals and a lot of playmakers on this team. Um, I just think Suffern's going to run into a buzzsaw. I mean, again, give credit to Suffern. Being a runner-up in your section, yet still getting a berth in the, in the state tournament. Mm-hmm. And then essentially making your way to the state final. That's no easy feat for anybody. But in this particular case, I like West Jenny in this one. I really do. I They're not going to win going away. I think Suffern is going to give them all they can. I just like West Jenny in this one. Luke Beck has done a great job in gold this state tournament so far, and I think he's going to keep that up. It's not going to be easy playing back-to-back days, mm-hmm. you know, for a state title. No, you know, But if anybody could do it, it's West Jenny. And I think the Wildcats are going to win this one. I, I think they're going to win this one not comfortably. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they're going to win 4-2. to two. And, sure. you know, again, just like in the D2 game, Suffren's going to have to pull their goalie late. West Jenny's going to get an empty netter. 4-2. Four 4-2's two. Four the final. So you've got West Tennessee. I've got a skinny list. We'll see which of those teams wins. Yeah, it, it could be worse. We could both totally be wrong and both teams lose. Nah, that's not <laughs> happening. They're going to get at least one of them. Yep. Yeah. Some. Yeah. Section three is going to get at least one state crown in boys ice hockey. I mean, section three is just great in yeah. high school hockey. <laughs> it really is. Um, you could catch both matchups on the NFHS Network again. The D two finals at eleven, and the D one final follows right around two o'clock. And you really don't want to miss those. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll look at the boys basketball tournaments on the state side and. We've had a lot of teams made it yeah. so far to the state final four. We'll talk more about that when we come back here on the on Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse 97.7 and 100.1. This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. Welcome back to Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse, 97.7, 100.1 FM. And let's talk boys basketball on the state tournament side of things. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good stuff here to talk about. Four, count them, four out of the five. Section 3 representatives have made it to the state final four in Glens Falls, uh, which actually kicks off next weekend. Uh, both of the, a lot of the semis will take place on Friday with the finals being set for uh, Saturday mm-hmm. um, with the exception of Class B and D. Their, their semis will be Saturday and their finals will be Sunday. Mm-hmm. So let's look as, as to how our four Section 3 reps made it. We start with AA and Liverpool has continued their dominant run so far this year. I mean, Liverpool's on a mission in AA. Um, they took on Section 2's Green Tech Saturday at the SRC Arena and ended up winning 65-49. Uh, not, not bad. Not bad at all. Especially against, 
kept talking about revenge games in the last segment. Yeah. But Green mm-hmm. Tech eliminated mm-hmm. Liverpool in the regionals last year. So yeah, and they there you go. Now they're back. back here. Now they're back to the state final four at Cool Insuring Arena in Glens Falls. That matchup will be at one o'clock. They'll face either. Well, actually, we figured this out. It was Section One's North Rockland. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so they'll take on Section One's North Rockland, and that should be a good matchup. Yep. Um, uh, for Liverpool, uh, it should be a tough one. Yeah, North Rockland uh, Section One. I mean, they've had a great year. I mean, they were the four seed in their own sectionals. Uh, only, not a great record. They head into this game only eighteen and seven, but they've rolled through their playoff run, and so. And they've got a great player in junior, Elijah Barclay. Uh, he had 13 points with 10 in the second half in their uh, last game against Newburgh. So, I mean, it's going to be a tough game for Liverpool, but I kind of think that they roll through this one. They match up very well against this team that doesn't have a lot of size. And with Andreo Ash, I'll take Liverpool any day over yeah, this I'll team. Yeah, t- I'll take Liverpool as well. Andreo Ash is just a, a monster inside. Although, when I called the Section 3 final... Uh, Last week, uh, it, it, Andreo had a tough time. He did, Biz. West Tennessee had a great defense. <clears throat> really focused a lot mm-hmm. on him. Yeah, and you know, it, but he he still ended up finishing the game with with sixteen points, mm-hmm. which is amazing. He even actually hit one from downtown too. Yeah, uh, in that game, I I just like Liverpool in this one. I think North Rockland's going to run into a, a really good Liverpool team, um, and th- like I said, they're on a mission. They should be able to make it to the championship game uh, Saturday night. <clears throat> uh, they'll face either the winner of Section 5's Victor or Section 8's Baldwin or Brentwood uh, in the final on Saturday. So And Victor would tough. be a tough game. Victor I think would be, be a good... It would be an electric environment. Both student sections oh, yeah. would definitely be there. Yeah. And, I mean, I don't know, but Victor's really good. I, mm-hmm. I, honestly, it looks to me right now that Liverpool would be any yeah. team left remaining in this final four. Oh yeah. Liver like I said, Liverpool is 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 ready to rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Um they just got great players, great scorers, great playmakers. It yeah. it's gonna be tough to beat them. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough. Yeah. On to class A now, New Hartford has made it to the state final four as well. They beat Section 10's Messina 68-35 in a game that wasn't really even close mm-hmm. uh, to begin with. In fact, actually, they had to play in a sub-regional. They had to play in a first-round game. They beat Troy 69-60. So this is going to be their third game now in uh, essentially a week because mm-hmm. they had to they had to play in the sub-regional, uh, I believe it was last Wednesday. Yep. And then they had to play in the regionals. Uh, this past weekend, and they took care of business against both teams. And we thought, and I thought, essentially, I thought they were going to struggle with Troy, and they did. They ended up winning by nine. But now here they are after crushing Messina, and now they're going to take on Section 1's Tap and Z in the the state semis at 6 o'clock on Friday night on St. Paddy's Day. Uh, Tap and Z, by the way, they also had to play in a Mm -hmm. sub-regional. They beat Section 4 Horseheads 43-34, and then in the in the regional, they beat uh, Section Nine Scotian Central fifty four forty six. So here they are. Uh, winner will face either Southside of Section Eight or Arundacoit of Section Five uh, mm-hmm. in the state championship on Saturday night, late Saturday night, eight forty five tip off. Uh, who do you think wins though between New Hartford and Tappan Zee? 
I don't know, Biz. Tappan Zee's had a great year, uh, 23-2 and two on the year. Mm-hmm. New Hartford could win this game. I think everyone's agreed that out of the uh, four teams left so far, New Hartford has probably had the easiest road even with that sub-regional game. Mm-hmm. Just uh, Messina's not a very good team, even though they won their section. Section 10 in the Class A hasn't been very good this year. And uh, I think that New Hartford definitely had an easier run, although props to them for having a tough road in sectionals and oh, going yeah. through Bishop Grimes. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, mean, I think they could definitely beat Tappan Z. I think that's a toss-up. But I think whoever comes out of the South side versus the Rondequit game, that's going to be the winners of Class A. Yeah. Both of those teams, are, I think they're the two best teams in Class A. They have been all year. And whoever wins that game is going to win it all. Yeah, I could see New Hartford getting to the final, but... Are they going to win it all? No. Because yeah. that bottom half of the bracket is way, way too tough. Yeah. Again, Southside's having a great year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they beat Section 11 Kings Park, a really good Kings Park team by 14. And held them to just 31 points. Yeah. Uh, Arondequoit, uh, they squeaked by Amherst Central. They won- mm-hmm. beat them by three. Um, but Arondequoit's battle-tested. Yeah. They really are. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's going to be a fun fun matchup. I just don't think New Hartford's going to win it all. Yeah, I think they'll be one game short. I agree with you there. On to Class B now, and Class B, West Hill has made it. They crushed the heck out of Owego Free Academy uh, in the quarters, and they'll take on Section 5's Newark. Mm-hmm. Oh, really good Newark team. Really, really good. They beat Fredonia 66-58. Uh, if they manage to win that, they'll take on either Section 2's Catholic Central <coughs> or Section 11's Southampton. Again, their semi is set for 10.45 in the morning on Saturday with their championship game set for 1 o'clock Sunday the 19th. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this particular one, I mean, West Hill just wiped the floor with a Wego. I mean, yeah. like literally wiped the floor and then some. Um, now they're going up against a Newark team that eh, has a little bit of some good things to them. They're 21-4 and four overall. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a really good team. Really, really good team. Um, who who do you think? Who do you think is going to win this one and make it to the final? I think West Hill wins this one. Newark's a great team, but West Hill's been better all around throughout the season. You just look at Newark as a team overall. 21-4 and four on the year, which is pretty good, but West Hill uh, has had a tougher road. The one thing I would have liked to see is for West Hill to play have you maybe a little bit of a tougher matchup in the um, regionals because it's Owego isn't really a good representative. A representation of what the state tournament's mm-hmm. going to look like. I think, I, if we're being honest here, Section 4 is Section 3's little brother. 90% yeah. <laughs> of the time, Section 3 rolls through Section 4, although we didn't see that in the Class C side this year. But um, West Hill's been great all year, and with and they have four fantastic players. You look at uh, Sean Mays, Cam Langdon, Luke Gilmartin, and Omar Robinson, all four mm-hmm. of them. Uh, have the potential to drop 20 points on any given night. Some even have the potential to drop 30. So, like, I mean, I'd, I'd take West Hill over every team left in this bracket. Although, cent- yeah, I'm looking at Catholic Central out of Section 2. That'll be a tough game mm-hmm. because they're three-point shooting. When they're hot, they're hot, and it's pretty much imp- impossible to stop them when they're feeling the three-point shot. Um. Yeah, Is I I think you got a great point. I think West Hill is, in fact, out of the three, four teams that are left because we don't know who won. Uh, actually, no, we do know. Out of the four teams that are left, um, I, I think West Hill's the favorite in Class B. I, re- mm-hmm. I really do. Yeah. Um, Catholic Central is, again, a really good team out of Section 2. 
Southampton is a good team out of Section 11 as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, who comes out of that one? No one knows. Yeah. Um, those are two really good teams up at the top half of the bracket. But here, I, I think Westall's a pretty strong favorite here in the state final four. I mm-hmm. really do. I They're not going to handle Newark. I think Newark's going to give them a, a run for their money, at least early on. But I think Westall's going to pull through, and they're, they're eventually going to win this thing. Yeah, West Hill. I really do. I like West Hill winning it all. West Hill has the best starting five out of every oh, yeah. team left. In I agree. I Easily. Agree. Easily. Um, and, and it just proves to show. If, if if you want any proof of that, just look at the box score from the from the regional mm-hmm. against Oweco. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Um, real quick, brief mention out of Class C. Dolgeville ended up losing their quarterfinal matchup. They're the one Section 3 team that didn't make it to the Final Four. On the boys' side, yeah. Losing to Moravia 58-38. Again, I find that kind of disappointing because I like Dolgeville. I really yeah. do. They had a great roster. They had a great a great team, and then it just, you run into a red-hot Moravia team. Mm-hmm. Um, they shot the lights out. Yeah. One. So, and then finally, real quick, real, yeah, real quick in Class D, Hamilton did beat Hovelton Central 53-34. They'll mm-hmm. take on either Panama or Prattsburg Central on Saturday at 2.30, uh, closing out the semis on that day, and their championship game is set for 3 o'clock on Sunday as well. Uh, if they manage to win their semi, they'll face either Chapelfield Christian or North Warren Central, who took care of business against Troon Lake out of Section 7. So yeah, be uh, that should be a fun matchup for Hamilton uh, going up against either Panama or Prattsburg. Uh, but, you know. I mean, with coach with their coaching, they have the potential to win yeah. any game. Any game. Hamilton's a very well-coached team, very well-rounded team. Their chemistry is off the charts. I don't think they win at all, but I could definitely see them making a push yeah. to the state championship. Yeah, at least making it to the final, I think, would be a huge, huge success in of itself. I mean, getting mm-hmm. to the state tournament for oh, any team yeah. is is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but to make it to at least the championship game and a chance to win it all yep. is, I think, everybody's goal, uh, at least for Hamilton's sake. I mean, they took care of business against Hovelton, winning 53-34. Yeah. So they're a really decent team. I just think they're going to run into a buzzsaw into whether they're going to play against Panama or Prattsburg because mm-hmm. both of those teams are really good. Mm-hmm. Really, really good. All right, when we come back, we will have Sean Mays and Cam Langdon from West Hill from the Class B Section 3 champions. They'll join us here live in studio, so you don't really want to miss this. More players only when we come back on ESPN Radio, Syracuse 97.7 and 100.1. This is Players Only. A show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. Welcome back to Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse 97.7 and 100.1. We're now joined again live in studio with Sean Mays and Cam Langdon from West Hill Boys Basketball. Getting Coming here into the studio before heading out to Glens Falls for the state final four, which begins again later this weekend. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's get down to business. Okay. Um, you took care of business really in the section three championship. Uh, and you took on against a Wego, uh, this past weekend, beating a Wego free Academy 72 38. This has just been an awesome year for you guys. And I mean, really, it has been a really awesome year but I want to hear it from you personally, from a personal level, both as an individual and as part of the team. 
How do you think you guys done so far? Um, I think we started off the year really great. I think we're seven and zero or something like that. Um, during the middle of the season, you know, we had our bumps in the road, lost a few games, but recently we've just been really on fire and just um and playing great all, all together and just as a team. Um, I think we had a you know what, seven and zero season, as Cam said, and we had our bumps in the road, but I think that we have took those losses personally and I think what three of three of them two to chip one to Marcellus and I think that really motivates us throughout the season what I think we're on what 11 12 game win streak as of right now so I'd like to keep that up and hopefully bring the whole thing. yeah now that it's down to these final four teams in all of class B in New York State uh, the competition has really slimmed down to just the best of the best what will it take to beat these top tier teams um, it'll really take everything we have in us, you know, um, just got to uh, really focus and practice and uh, listen to our coach and see what they have to say. You know, they had the game plan for uh, what we're, we're going to do uh, for these teams. So, yeah, just follow that, and I think we'll be good. Um, yeah, I think as long as we stay focused on our game plan, and I think we'll be straightforward. Okay, so let's let's go back in time to March uh, March 5th, when you guys took on Marcellus, a team that, you know, had some issues with, uh, I guess, uh, early in the season. Um, you know, and it, it's kind of hard because you did split the season series with them heading into the heading into the championship game last Saturday. And then, again, you, you beat them by eight points. Um, out of the whole schedule so far this year, um, what made Marcellus stick out? I mean, we all know how good Marcellus is of a team. Um, but what was it about Marcellus that you guys struggled with? Uh, yeah, like you said, Marcellus is a good team. And they they, they tried to slow, they slowed us down our second time around. You know, we, we like to get out and run fast. And they really slowed us down. And they, uh, they played defense well. They executed well on offense. So, yeah, we struggled a bit that game. Um, I think that Marcellus has... You know, they're starting five. They all can shoot the ball. They all can play and make. And I think they have two young guards coming off the bench that I think really struggled. You know, one can shoot. I mean, they all can shoot. And I think that was our weakness. I think that we thought we can come into this game, you know, easy, take take the W. But I think that really slowed us down. And then... Uh, I know I mentioned it earlier on the show, but uh, your team has four great players, you two, and then obviously Luke and uh, Omar. Uh, how does your team balance having four players who all can be ball-dominant at, at times, all very good scorers? How does your team kind of balance that? Oh, I think we all like look We all like look to play off each other. You know, if one of us isn't going, the next, the next, next, it's always the next man up. Uh, we'll get them the ball to get going, and we never really care about ourselves. It's mostly... What can we do to make uh, the next person right next to us better? And that's usually uh, what helps us uh, against the other teams. Uh, also, I think it's the hot man. Um, whoever the hot man is during that game, I think we should beat him more. You know, then once instead of slowing down, I think the next person up. And I think that we do a great job of sharing the ball. All four of us can shoot. We, we can all play and make off each other. And I think that's really key to our advantage. This is, of course, obviously March. And so we, we have to talk March Madness a little bit. Um, <clears throat> in the world of high school basketball, March Madness is kind of small. 
It's, it's, it's on a really small scale, unlike college basketball, where yeah. essentially yeah. your season's over by the middle of the month, no matter where you finish up. Um, but let, let's talk about this. There's a lot of pressure going into the state final four at, at Glens Falls. It's a, it's a new arena. It's, 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 it's big. I don't think if it's, I, I've never been there, but I think it's kind of like, it's kind of like the SRC arena in terms of how they're set up. Yep. Maybe it's a tad bit bigger. Um, so I don't, I don't know if this is your first uh, guy's trip to it, but I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on this team, especially going up against a, a really good team uh, in the state uh, semis going up against Newark. Um, is there going to be a ton of pressure? Is there going to be a ton of nerves when you step out on the court at Glens Falls? Um, there's a bit of pressure just knowing the history of West Hill. You know, they won uh, many state championships. So we're just trying to be the next uh, team to do that. But, you know, we just got to stick together and got to kind of block out the outside noise. Um, the crowd will be loud. It will be a big arena. But as long as we just stay focused, um, do what we have to do, I think we should be all right. Um, I think there'll be a ton of nerves. You know, traveling first time going down to Glen Falls, you know, bigger arena, as you said. And I think that the nerves will get to us, but I think we should take care, handle business, and I think we'll be just fine going down there. Yeah, and um, I know for you guys, leadership is huge at West Hill. Uh, it's a great program, great coaching all around, but it really realized, comes down to the players who are able to uh, really just lead this team, especially when you get to the Final Four. So which of the players in your team specifically have really taken up that leadership role as it's gotten down the stretch, gotten into the crunch times? Um, I would say Luke and Sean. You know, they're the seniors on this team. They've been on uh, the team the longest. And, you know, in, in practice and stuff, they really, like, keep us focused and because um, they have the experience and they, they know what to do, uh, what we should be doing to winning. So I think them too. Um, I think James there. I think that he has improved on the season. You know, I think he started off slow. I think he's built that confidence up where he knows where he can finish down low. And I think he, you know, at practice, he works his butt off. And I think he asks a lot of questions on the, on the defensive end. And I think that really helps us throughout the season. Well, Sean Mays, Cam Landon, we wish you nothing but the best of luck uh, heading into this weekend uh, in the state championships. Again, you can catch all the action. On the NFHS Network, their state semi is set for 10.45 a.m. Saturday morning. Uh, if they make it to the championship game, it's at 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon. Again, good luck, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Thank All right, no problem. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will wrap up today's episode of Players Only with a look at the girls' basketball side. A little bit less success than the guys, but you might hear some familiar team names on there. So more yeah. Players Only when we come back. On ESPN Radio Syracuse, 97.7 and 100.1. This is Players Only, a show about high school sports from high school students. Presented by Point Guard Advisors. Find them at pointguardadvisors.com. And we're back here on Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse, 97.7, 100.1 FM. And real quick, let's talk girls basketball while we have a little bit of time here. Only two teams out of the five out of Section 3, made it this far to the state Final Four at Hudson Valley Community College. We start with Double A Liverpool. Um, took care of business against Albany. Out of Section 2, winning 56-51. They'll be going up against a really good 
White Plains team out of Section 1 mm -hmm. uh, in the semifinals. If they win that, they'll go up against either Webster Schroeder of Section 5 or Section 8's Baldwin uh, in the state championship, which is set for 845 on Saturday night at the AA final there. Um, there's, uh, there's some eyes at eight o'clock on Friday on St. Patrick's day. Um, will they have the luck of the Irish with them, uh, on Saturday? Again, white, white plains, a really good team. Yeah. Really, really good team. And you look at white plains coming out of section one, they've got two great scorers in, in Iva Plata and Al Alia McIver, uh, both averaging over 15 points per game, uh, and then you look at Liverpool, where you have Nevaeh Wingate averaging nineteen, just under nineteen point three, just under twenty points per game on the season. But um, I think Liverpool matches up well with them, similar to the boys actually, where they have uh, a huge matchup advantage in terms of size. Uh, Nevaeh Wingate is going to dominate uh, White Plains down low. Uh, both of the two players I mentioned for White Plains, the Tigers, they were both guards. So while I do think uh, the Tigers have an advantage on the outside. Liverpool's advantage in the paint will give them the edge against a really good White Plains team here. Yeah, White Plains, a really, really, really good team. Um, you look at some of the averages they have. They average 57.3 points a game mm -hmm. um, and 34, almost 35 rebounds a game. Yeah. So this is a team that uh, is really complete on both sides of the ball. It's going to be a tough matchup for Liverpool. I really think it is. Um, but if anybody can handle it, I think it's the Warriors. The yeah. Warriors uh, can handle anything that could come their way. They've had a really great year. They became the first school to win both Section 3 titles, the boys and girls basketball, in the same season. Mm -hmm. So if anybody can do it, it's Liverpool. I think Liverpool's setting themselves up for a great run on both sides and, you know, in but again, White Plains, no slouch. It's going to be a tough semifinal, especially when you have to play at 8 o'clock at night on a Friday. Yeah, I mean, it, the build-up to all that is going to, is going to really raise the, uh, the pressure meter up a bit. Um, but if anybody can do it, it's Liverpool. I just want to say this. There's one team that gave the blueprint for how to beat Liverpool, and that's CNS in that sectional championship. Mm -hmm. They showed what you have to do is you have to try to shut down Nevaeh Wingate as much as you can, put a ton of pressure on her, and try to force the ball to go through other people. Now, O'Brien Cunningham stepped up in a great way, in a huge way, for Liverpool in that game, the sophomore, uh, getting 20 points to carry Liverpool to the victory. But CNS held Nevaeh Wingate to just 11 points, and that was why CNS was able to stay in that game the North Stars had a great defensive showing. If White Plains can do something like that, you might even have to resort to a just full-out double team in order to stop uh, Wingate, and that would be the way that White Plains attacks this. I don't think they're going to be as effective in that because they haven't seen Liverpool yet, so they don't, they don't know how to play them as well, and I think that Liverpool should pretty easily advance to the championship game. Yep, and we go on to Class B now. Cortland took care of business against New York Valley. Winning that matchup, uh, 46-43 was the final on that one. Um, they'll go up against Section 5's Waterloo in the uh, state semi. That is set for Friday morning at 10 a.m. Yeah. So, yeah, they got a, they're leaving school early <laughs> at a 10 a.m. Uh, semifinal. 
they'll take on Section 5's Waterloo, and then uh, if they manage to win that, they'll take on either Section 2's Albany Academy or Section 1's Putnam Valley uh, in the final. That final is set for Saturday at 5.15. Cortland has had a pretty decent run yeah. uh, so far. But out of the two that are left, I, I think Cortland's got a little bit of a tougher run. I agree with that. Yeah, because they got to go up against a, a Waterloo team that twenty four and one on this season. Twenty four one, yeah, a really really good team. Uh, they beat a really good Depew team out of Section Six in their quarterfinal, so it's going to be a tough matchup. Um, do I see? Uh, what do you think? Does Does Cortland make it to the final? It's really tough to say because yeah. I mean. I've been sleeping in Cortland this entire playoff run for them. I didn't think they would make it. Out. I didn't even think they would make it to the sectional championship. No. I didn't think they would make it out of sectionals. I didn't think they would make it past Newark Valley. Newark Valley was undefeated heading into that game. And they managed to upset uh, Newark Valley of Section 4. I mean, how they go against a Waterloo team that is 24 and 24-1, I think that Waterloo beats... Uh, Cortland in every aspect of the game, but Newark Valley had the same matchup advantages as well. Mm-hmm. But Cortland's just been playing so well. Their chemistry is off the charts right now. They're able to just play through the hot hand. Like mm-hmm. we saw Val Gambita in their last game against Newark Valley. Generally, you need your best player to drop at least 20 points yeah. if you're playing against a better team. She only had four points. Their best player only had four points. They still won that game yeah, still because won. Kendall Mack stepped up, had 21. Yeah. So. Right now, everything's clicking for this Cortland team. I don't know if I think they'll beat Waterloo, but I could definitely see it with the way that they're playing. It's it's going to be close. Yeah, it really is. Um, I don't think Cortland's going to make it to the final. I think, I don't think they, they, they rely they rely too much on on essentially one player. I mean, yeah. with the exception of last week's game, you know, th- their best player was held to four points. Yeah, four points, and yet they still won. Mm-hmm. Um. Do I see that happening against a Waterloo team that's twenty four and one in the year and can score just as easily? No, mm-hmm. I because you can't rely on one player to win it all. Yeah, um, I think they got a great supporting cast, but I don't think it's going to be enough. I think Cortland's going to be one game short of the final. They're going to lose, um, but they will they will give they will give teams a run for their money. Mm-hmm. They, they will they will give Waterloo a Heck of a game. And they'll just come up a bit short. And speaking of teams that came up a bit short, uh, the other three classes, Indian River lost to Section 2's Averill Park in their quarterfinal 64-38 on Class A. Class C, Cooperstown lost to Section 4's Union Springs 60-47. to And then in Class D, uh, Poland... Uh, got crushed by Section 10's Hammond Central, 63-33 uh, in their quarterfinals. So two out of the five on the girls' side, four out of the five on the guys' side, and both Section 3 boys' ice hockey teams have made it to their respective either Final Fours or state championships. Not a bad year for Section 3. I mean, overall, this past weekend was fantastic. This is, this, is a gr- this was a great winter sports season. Mm-hmm. When you have four out of the five, on the boys' basketball side, make it to the state Final Four, you know you're in great shape. Yeah, last year, the only team we saw in all of 
both sides of basketball to make it and win the state championship was Copenhagen of Class D mm-hmm. girls basketball. This year, I think we could see two, three, maybe even four uh, state championships yeah. on the basketball side I, if we're lucky. You know, th- again, I think one one state championship on the boys' ice hockey side. Yep, that's in D- in, in Division One. I, I think two I th- on the boys. Side. I I I'd say at least two on the guys' side. Mm-hmm. Uh, for boys basketball and on the girls' side. Maybe I'll Liverpool, go with one. I'll go with one for I, Liverpool. I would, I'm not going to take Liverpool to win it all, but I could definitely see them. They, like I'd say, they definitely have at least like a forty yeah. percent chance in that yeah. final game. Yeah, yeah. So we'll find out more next week, shall we? Yeah. All right. Going to be a fun action of state uh, state championship action. You can catch all of it on the NFHS Network. Uh, really good subscription price. Um, and you can catch every bit of the action if you can't make it out to, to Buffalo this weekend or Glens Falls or Hudson Valley Community College this weekend, uh, this coming weekend. Yeah, just log on the NFHS Network. You'll be able to watch them all. Mm-hmm. Well, that'll do it for this edition of Players Only. For our special guest that came in today uh, and for my co-host Ryan Story, I'm Matt Slocum, wishing you a great rest of your Sunday. We'll talk to you again next week on Players Only, presented by Point Guard Advisors on ESPN Radio Syracuse. 97.7 and 100.1.